Hey guys, what's up? This is Andy Frisella here. You're listening to Big MX Radio, but when you're done with this episode, come check out the MFCEO project, the MFCEO.com. I got all your motivation. I've got everything you need to know about running your brand. I've got everything you need to know about getting shit done, and we can do it together. Welcome to the Big MX Radio podcast brought to you by LapKingRacing.com. The LapKing Racing device is the one GPS device that you need to track your lap times, put fun back into going fast, and uh, and get and see marked improvement every time you head out there on the track. And you can go to LapKingRacing.com and enter discount code BIGMX15 to save 15% every time that you shop and grab yourself one of those GPS devices and start going faster and make it a lot more fun. I am your host, Brad Gebhardt. With me on the line, he's a repeat offender on the Big MX Radio podcast. He's a Texan. He's a lot of fun to talk to and knows way too much about dirt bikes. That's why we have him on the show. His name is J.C. Lapel. Chappelle, how's it going? It's going good, man. Just uh, enjoying the commute home. Um, thinking about tomorrow. Tomorrow we're the Lap King crew's heading out to California for straight rhythm. And, no big uh, deal. So That's can't a huge step enough. <laughs> Absolutely. Now, before we get into some exciting announcement with the uh, the Lap King app, uh, let's unpack some things here. Uh, okay. Anytime that you get an opportunity to be to be a part of a an All Star Racers program, that's a huge highlight. It's even more of a highlight when that particular All Star Racer is uh, is also is impersonating an even bigger All Star Racer. If that means sense, a legend in the sport. If that even makes sense. Um, this weekend, uh, AJ Catanzaro is Travis Pastrana from the year 2000, riding, I believe, a 2001, a newer, uh, RM 125. It's dressed up like the 2000 bike. Uh, the, the kid is, is very sort of authentic back to it. And, uh, uh, he'll be, um, he's also, uh, he's been kind of brought to you by lapkingracing.com. How did you guys get involved with AJ? How excited are you to, uh, be a part of this really cool project? Where uh, AJ's uh, basically going in there as TP199. So I got to give all the credit for getting on AJ's program to Vince. Um, someone within our network reached out to Vince and asked if um, our buddy Mike asked us if we wanted to be a part of AJ's straight rhythm. Well, we're, we've always been a fan of AJ um, just because his riding style. You know, he's very versatile on the bike, he can pretty much yep. ride anything. Um, yep. You know, I uh, noticed you, you don't see him in Supercross. Um, so anyways, the, the opportunity came up, and we jumped all over it. Now, I will say, uh, you know, all of us that grew up riding dirt bikes, uh, Pastrana was, oh, man. I, I When I was young and didn't know what pain was, all I wanted to do was be Travis, you know? And of course. So then... And the opportunity came up with AJ as he's doing a tribute to Travis. We were, we were uh, absolutely, you know, it was one of those things. Even no brainer. And it, it, from a business standpoint, it's, it's been incredible for us from an exposure standpoint. But I won't lie. There was a little on this one. This one was one of those, even if it didn't make the, if it didn't get us an ounce of promotion, we just wanted to do it because it was really, really cool. And it was a really good idea by AJ. Well, it's actually worked out really great for Lap King, and we've gotten a lot of exposure out of it and continue to. Um, but one of the things I do want to say is just in working with AJ, man, it's 
I was actually talking with Vince about it the other day. And um, what I've noticed in people is you usually get like a really creative person or a really professional person. You don't usually get both. True. And um, he's, man, he, his creativity and his program, you know, he's doing the Legends Never Die 2.0 or version 2, or I think is what we calling it. I believe and, so. Um, and, you know, he did the Stuart bike last year. And then this year he's doing Pastrana. And, like, the video that he did was just incredible. And, and then, so that's the creative side. And then flip it to him dealing with us, Lap King, just his professionalism has been pretty admirable. I'm not trying to pump, pump the guy up too much. Just, you know, it's when you meet somebody that has a professionalism and a creativity to their program, um, yeah, it's, it's exciting. exciting to be a part of. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. And any time that you can uh, be a part of a program, have a logo on the bike, and then have uh, a, a rider as legendary as Travis Pastrana post that video to his personal Instagram where he's got damn near, he's got to be over a million followers on Instagram. Like, yeah, like, it's I, 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 pretty hefty. I'll keep on track of this stuff, but he's, yeah, he's 3.6 million subscribers on on uh on instagram and he's got that thing up on uh on his instagram and uh really cool to see that he would post that and uh they've got the the lap king racing logo on the swing arm and uh and and uh i think it, it just it just ties in so well i believe you guys are on the jersey as well and and they, they did a fantastic job with the gear i'm really hel- i'm really pumped on the helmet everything looks awesome um yeah, I, I think all that's left for that, uh, all that's left to put on that helmet is uh, is a Lap King GPS device. It'll get there though. Oh yeah, no, that's that's one of the things that um, you know we told him to focus on his shoot with Pastrana and all that out at Pastrana Land. Of course, and uh, you know we just said, hey, worry about that. Um, you got the branding on the bike. Uh, we're we're along for the ride to you know do anything we can for you. But, um, you know, we weren't, basically we told him, don't let us, don't let us cause any distraction on what you're doing. You just do you and, you know, and we've, we've tried to help where we could. And it's been a, it's been a great working relationship and I certainly hope it continues with AJ and Lap King. Absolutely. And on top of that, like, uh, I'm not too sure if how, how, uh, closely you've worked with him or basically you guys are sort of indirectly working with my good friend Dave over at, uh, the collective experience. Um, like, I, I'm not, like, I'm too sure. Do, do you know too much about, uh, the collective? Like, Dave is, is probably, like, there's great people in the sport, in the sport of motocross, and then there's Dave Drake. So that guy's just good people. So, I've never worked directly with him. Um, we're working indirectly through AJ, but I will say I have pretty adamantly followed the, some of the cool experiences that he offers, mm-hmm. you know, kind of the, the fans look into the, the, behind the curtain part of the sport that people don't see and it's a totally different world than what's painted on tv and you know he kind of gives that access point through his projects and so never work don't know him on a friend level but we've worked indirectly through the project with aj and then i've followed his projects and i've heard nothing but great things about him and i got nothing nothing but great things to say about his work it's quite entertaining to see the, the projects that he puts together Absolutely. Like, by no means is Dave Drake's a, a cool guy to hang out with, and I hope you're listening, Dave. But in all seriousness, <laughs> um, 
like I, I crack on Dave nonstop, but that's because I love Dave and he and all the things that he does and, and just the way he exposes people to an experience the way going to a motocross race uh, needs to be like like and it's funny because I, I I went to a lot of supercross races before I started doing this I went to a lot of outdoor nationals before I started doing this but the only way to watch a motocross race is is when you got all the passes you've got all the access and, and you can go behind the velvet rope if you if you if you know what I'm talking about you can go to those oh, restricted absolutely. areas you can talk to the riders you can kind of get in their head a little bit and that's exactly what the collective experience does that that basically just it it breaks down barriers between the fans and the racers and really just immerses somebody into that that uh sort of that that race day progress and the whole program you know what i mean like you Everyone, like back when you race and you, you currently race uh, uh, the side-by-sides, like race day, you're, you're, you're game face on. It's very like sort of focused and stuff like that. You don't want a lot of distractions, and those guys don't want it either. But when you have someone with the collective experience coming in, like uh, they're contributing to your race day, uh, they're part of your race program or your race team for the day, and it's a really immersive uh, program. And uh, like I, I would, uh, I would highly recommend anybody try that just because like – like we're both fans of the sport. You you want to be able to like sit next to maybe a privateer or something like that and ask them like, "Hey, what are you thinking on that section?" Like I saw a lot of guys going like two two three or whatever like that, and like like do you think you can bust out that line and like sort of like going through the the nerves of like we think these guys are all superstars and superheroes uh, that they're not scared to do in certain jump lines. Like I've I've talked to AJ and, and like there's certain stuff. I'm like, "Yeah, hey, like, are you going to do that quad?" And he's looking at me like. Don't bug me about that quad. I know fully well about that quad. I don't know if I'm going to do the quad. So you know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's just, oh yeah, it, it's pretty it, crazy. I think that's one of, that's one of the things that the collective does. Yeah, no, absolutely. And you hit on one thing that I think a lot of people aren't exposed to is, and especially you know if you're growing up watching these guys or um, kind of idolize them in a way, they they do get put on this you know superhero pedestal yes. where. You know, you think they're fearless, and you and when you know these, kids, they're everyday people. You know, and they just have a really cool job, and they work yeah. really hard for it. But and a lot more experience behind like, the controls you know, than we do. <laughs> yeah, they make out of control look like in control. Yes. Um, but it, then you learn that you know, a lot of them are you know their hearts skipping a beat while they're on the track and. You know, they have those moments where they may say a few choice words because of a little bit of a sketchy moment, and you start to realize and the collective re- experience really hones in on they're just humans with a really cool job. That's exactly it, and they got a damn cool job. And uh, and those guys, whether it's uh, uh, John Short uh, down in Texas doing his thing, dropping his lap times, I think he's off in uh, in a far distant land right now, uh, making making a living. Or if you're all the way up here in Canada trying to uh, to map out some of the local tracks, like the beauty of of whether or not you are a, a top flight superstar knocking down top ten overalls in uh, AMA Nationals. Or trying to get a top ten uh, finish in uh, in a local B class like I am, you can use the Lap King Racing app and as well with the uh, the GPS device to map out your track, figure out how fast your lap times are going, and then see see where you can save some time, where you can drop those lap times to the point where earlier this year I showed up to the track 
throwing down two nineteens. By the end of the afternoon or the evening, rather, I'm I'm knocking down two fourteens. Five seconds a lap. I'm not a big math whiz, but I know that's a little bit faster. And honestly, I have a lot. Uh, I basically like. Uh, I basically take this opportunity to thank you publicly for uh, for that five seconds, man. Because uh, like, if if I didn't know where I started, I wouldn't have got to where I finished uh, that particular day, and I couldn't have been more pumped to literally have knocked off five seconds a lap on basically a two lap uh, two minute lap time. No, that's awesome. That's what we love to hear. Um, lap King started very organically, uh, more just to have fun. Um, and, you know, it, it then grew into a business opportunity and, you know, now we're chasing that. And, um, but with that being said, the whole purpose behind Lap King was using fun to go fast. And, you know, sometimes you're racing friends or other people on the track, but a lot of times you're racing yourself. You're racing yep. your laps from a week ago or two weeks ago. And, you know, I, I can think from a personal example, like you mentioned earlier, I, I'm racing side-by-sides now. I'm a moto guy that, you know, with age, get a roll cage, and I'm having a great time doing it. And I find myself doing the exact same thing, man. I'll, I'll set a lap, and when I'm driving out to the track, I'm like, all right, I'm going to top that lap by three laps today, and I'm not going home until I do. There you go. And, you know, once you get three seconds up or three seconds down on a lap, it, you just like you were just saying that that sense of i don't know appreciation enjoyment that you get it's like you just want to race so it's really cool to hear that you're you're playing the game the same way and that was the whole goal was like let's let's make people faster but let's make sure they're having fun while they're doing it well for sure like the the beauty of it is that like i i didn't just just honestly enjoy the the track editing part where i can actually just go out and, and map things out like i, I noticed that there's a, a track change i can just go go out there log my lap and and and, and sort of see it from the a top of a topographical sort of view of, of what my track looks like and then and, and know that it's accurate uh, and then yeah like the beauty like like how often i'm, I'm sure the both of us has gone to a local track uh, you, you spin your laps and, and by the time you like, when you're loading your truck up, you're kind of like, you, yeah, you had some fun in your motorcycle. Of course we love to ride, but you also ask yourself, did I get better today? Did I use this, this practice time wisely? Cause not all of us go out there and practice sections or do corners or stand up for a whole moto or something along those lines. Sometimes we just put in laps. Sometimes we're just sort of pushing it and, and seeing how fast we can go, but we don't know because we don't carry a transponder system with us in our back pocket all the time. But with the Lap King app, you have exactly that. You have the, the, you have tangible evidence that yes, I showed up here. I was dragging my ass doing 119s. And by the end of the day, I was damn near 20, uh, uh, two, two 14s on the, on the lap card. And, uh, and also, and, and it's, it's really cool to see a literally a, a marked change in your speed. And, uh, I think that's really valuable. Yeah. No, I mean, that's, that's awesome to, awesome to hear. And, you know, the, the coolest part about it is, that's exactly what it was built for. Um, you know, I take it back to a personal experience of when I was riding amateur nationals back in the day. And, you know, my dad used to, you know, the classic, my dad said stories. Um, mm-hmm. My dad used to always tell me, he'd be like, all right, well, if you have fun, you do good. We keep our sponsors. If you don't have fun and you try too hard, you ride terrible. And, you know, he used a few other choice words, but we won't okay. use those on the air. It's fine. And, um, we kind of adapted that same mentality to lap king you know when you're having fun on a dirt bike you ride better 
than when you're just out there just trying, 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 trying. You know, you make mistakes, you slow down. And so when you're racing on Lap King or racing your buddy on Lap King or yourself, you're just out there having fun. But you know the clock's on, so you're having fun, but you're you're twisting that throttle. And it just creates that psychological, um, you know, using fun to go fast mentality. And that's where it came from was back in the day, me and Vince both, you know, when we tried super hard, we did very bad. When we had fun, we finished pretty good. So, um, and you know, it sounds like you're using it the exact same way we're using it down here, up there. And that's just, I don't mean to sound like a bro or uh, a broken record here, but it's just super cool to hear that, you know, you're enjoying it and playing it the way it was intended to be played. And for us, that's like a big, big uh, smiling point. Absolutely, like it, it's just uh, it, it's the right way to to go about uh, going to the practice track. And whether you have uh, uh, a thirty second lap on a backyard track in your your backyard, or you're you're heading out to an AMA Pro National track and or, or one of those historic raceways all over the world, literally globally, this program works as long as uh, you've got an iPhone and an internet signal, um, which is pretty much everywhere these days. Uh, and and what's even better is now uh, with with the update. To uh, the track editor, it's even easier to log those uh, the your your laps and and log brand new tracks and stuff like that. Tell me a little bit about some of the the, the updates that you've done to the app recently, which uh, is just making just the uh, the operating of the whole program a little bit easier. Yeah, um, that's been so that's been our Achilles heel, if you will. Um, the track editor part, so the app does detect if you cut the track and the reason for that is you know if you go ride on saturday but i have the honeydew list but i can get out there on tuesday i can ride your i can race your laps and i know you didn't cut the track the algorithm detects that well because of that you have to have a track path um so that you know it knows what the track is well it used to be we built an original version that was a little difficult to use um and we built it as a temporary deal and it ended up going longer than we expected. So now let's fast forward to today. We finally, this week, released the track editor that we've wanted for a long time. We finally worked the bugs out of it and got it live. Um, so let's talk about how, how it works. Um, it's one button. You load your moto. It, you can do five laps. You can do 20 laps. And it'll reverse engineer the track path out of those laps. It'll ask you please tap where the finish line is and all you do is tap the screen and then you hit it it shows a check mark and you hit the check mark and then it loads your laps returns your lap times uploads the track pass and now that track is live for everybody and it's all right there from the pin on the map screen there's no more going into the track editor and bouncing around screen to screen it's all on one screen it's right there on the track profile you upload you get your laps and go have fun and there's no waiting on admin approvals anymore. It's just a really seamless process, and that's what our goal was, was to get everybody on the track as quick as possible. There you go. And, and with and with getting on the track faster, putting in more laps, you're having more fun. Uh, sounds like you guys have uh, some worked some bugs out. And I know this thing's only going to continue to improve. Like, you yourself, JC, perfectionist, probably to a fault. Um, I think that's maybe why this... Uh, this product has gotten to the level it's at in such a short amount of time. Yeah. I mean, really both Vince and I are, um, 
I would actually say that's almost one of our downfalls is sometimes it takes us a little while to get something to the release point because we keep, you know, changing and changing and changing to get, and we finally got to go, okay, it, it, we got to quit trying to perfect it and get it on the market. And um, so, I, I mean, I appreciate, I appreciate you saying those words because that's how I try to present myself and try to live by. Um, and, you know, I just hope that, uh, everybody continues to bring their feedback to us. Uh, it really is a game for the community. So all the changes we make are based off of what we hear from our Lap King community. You know, we, we hear it, we get it on social media, we get told in person, and we take those notes, we hear them all, we quantify them all, and then we build what the community wants. So, um, you know, I hope we can kind of wrap that striving for perfection and and connect it with what the community wants and hopefully we're we're heading in the direction that the lap king community wants and we'll all go have some fun on the track absolutely what has been your favorite part about this journey to date like just i'm sure you get a ton of success stories i'm sure it puts a smile on your face when you hear a 30 year old canadian kids getting faster somehow some way uh but how what what's what are some of the most satisfying uh uh, moments uh this whole process for you um, so there's kind of three things I think about, um, you know, we've been on this journey for a while. Um, but we released in March or yeah, March of 2018. However, it took two years prior to that to build it. And then we released in March of 18, um, and went to the GPS in October. Um, the reason I bring that up is you kind of reflect back on some things, hands down, the coolest part about Lap King is the cool stuff we get to do, man. Um, we get invited to some of the coolest. I mean, we're, we're flying out straight with them tomorrow and it's because of lap King. Yes. And you know, ha- hanging out with Pastrana and stuff like that. Like that, if you would have told me when I was 12, that I was going to get to do that. I would have been like, no way, dude, you know? And so things like that, I won't lie are super cool. Um, we get to do, so we have to do some stuff with Deegan. Um, you know, just like, it, we've gotten to do some stuff with uh, rally car drivers, um, famous road race guys, and not saying just like people based, but experience based, you know, um, like Vince got to ride Laguna Seca on a, uh, I believe he was on R six. He got so to cool. ride Laguna Seca on a, on a ride day. And it was because the of lap king. Corkscrew, whole nine you know, yards. Like, yeah, the, yeah. The experiences that lap king has brought into our lives. That's kind of our fuel. The second piece is watching community members, not no, not so much the community grow, but, I mean, obviously, I truly enjoy that piece, but uh, more memorably, the ones that joined really early, hearing their experiences of how they've, you know, of course, we've had pain points, we've had bugs and stuff like that, and hearing those users speak positively of the direction of the game and all that and of their positive experiences with the game. It, it, it really does kind of hit home with me and Vince to hear those experiences, you know, cause lap Kings are baby and it's, uh, it's cool to hear those experiences. And then the third one just comes down to, we have a game that we play ourselves. You know, if I can't tell you how many times this game has made me mad because somebody beat me, and then you realize you're like, oh, we're the ones that we're the ones that built it, and you know the joke I always tell my friends is I'm like I really should have built a game that all my friends weren't better at than me. Fair enough, yeah, that's, that's, and, that was a fatal flaw. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, all my friends seem to be better at the game than me, and it's uh, it's frustrating. <laughs> but uh, those are the three things, man. I know that's a really long answer, but that's fine. Uh, hey, I this is your show. This up. is your time. Uh, and I yeah, you, you speak to, passionately about the sport. I love it, man. Yeah, it's it's Lap King. It's you know we we grew up racing, and Lap King brought that fire back. You know, it it, it plunged us right back into the middle of the sport, and it's just been a whole lot of fun. For sure, absolutely, I couldn't agree more. So you're heading to uh, to Straight Rhythm this weekend. Uh, I think it's super cool that I think at least three bikes are uh, literally dressed up as McGrath replicas. Just just to like pay homage to how awesome that guy is. Literally, we have a Honda dressed up as a '94 or '93 um, McGrath bike. We have a uh, we have um, they have. Villapoto is running the number two uh, Villa Light um, bike, as well as Cooper Webb is running the number two. Uh, he, he's got the uh, Hot, Hot Wheels uh, inspired graphics, something that uh, McGrath ran for a very short period of time before uh, before that uh, his, his KTM deal went sideways. Super cool to see. Uh, in addition to AJ doing his thing, who are you looking most forward to see rip a two stroke? Uh, there's gonna be a ton of great guys there. Obviously, TP is gonna be there with the 500 uh, electric start. By the way, that's pretty cool. Um, what, what are some, what are some other things? Give me a, a top three things you're looking forward to seeing from this weekend uh, in Pasadena, California. Um, so number one, everybody um, that's listening, they've already guessed it. Getting to see TP ride again, that's yes. gonna be super cool. Um, and then. Um, I also want to see how Bowers does against him. That's another thing I'm really looking forward to see is to see, you know, because they're both bigger boys, so they can hold on to those 500s. And so I'm really excited to see how those two do on a head-to-head. Um, I, I'm looking forward to seeing AJ have some fun. Um, yeah, I know that, that kid rips on a 125, so it would be cool to see how he does. And then um, on the flip side of things, uh, what I am interested to see is who's the wild card. You know, there's, there, we're not riding, or they're not riding the four strokes. They're not riding the 450s they're used to and the 250s they're used to. So it'll be interesting to see what diamond in the rough shows up. And, you know, there usually is one once you flip the cards like that. And um, I'm interested to see who, I, I love underdog stories, man. So I, I, I'm interested to see if one of the, um, you know, we'll call them, you know, not the factory guys. The lesser-known guys, the, yeah. Yeah, the lesser-known guy. I, I'm interested to see if one of them comes out, you know, up top. And I, I seriously think that's going to happen with this two-stroke deal, and that will be really cool to see because you know that kid's going to have the best day of his life. Fair enough. Well, I, I got one sleeper for you, and uh, I don't know how it's all going to play out. He's got a couple of years on him, but Ryan Morris – is out there going to be riding a uh, a two fifty two stroke I think, and that guy back in the day was probably one of the most highly touted uh, amateurs coming out of California back in the day. Extremely talented, and I wouldn't be surprised to see him uh, surprise a few people and and uh, and make his way through the bracket uh, before one was of the, he, the, the 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 was it normal. Oh, I'm sorry. Um, wasn't Morris the one that? Um got tied up with Kennard. Yeah, he uh, tried Kennard landed yeah. on him uh in I think that's uh 11 or something or 12. 
Yeah, yeah, back yeah, yeah, like okay, he was, okay. Yeah, he well, and he he's been he does a lot of the supercross testing for well, a lot of people don't know that he does a lot of the supercross testing for the uh, uh, factory KTM guys. Like he he lives in California, oh, he lives down cool. in Murrieta, and he actually developed the KTM 450 that they race now. And like he was he was riding that thing about a calendar year before anyone ever saw it. So um, he's still fast, he's still fit. And uh, I think that, uh, and then he also comes from the two-stroke era because he's uh, he would have turned pro uh, late '90s, early 2000s, probably about 2001. Uh, so uh, yeah, he's he's a uh, he's my little dark dark horse uh, uh, dart throw if I'm if I'm looking for somebody to sort of turn some heads and people are wondering like, how do you say that guy's name? <laughs> yeah, that that'll be cool to see. You know, it'll it would be really cool to see him resurface because I know back uh you know late 2000s he was ripping like i i remember back when he was on yamaha's that guy was flying yeah no he raced uh uh yot yamaha for a bit i think you also raced uh well i know he was on uh, factory he was on ktms for a bit as well as uh mm-hmm. rockstar suzuki which was i believe a bobby hewitt team before uh, he actually got an opportunity with uh, pro circuit for uh, to close out one of the series, if I'm not mistaken, or maybe I, I could be a little off with that. But yeah, like Morris has talent, I know that. So uh, it'd be really cool to see if he can uh, uh, capture a little bit of that and have his day in the sun. But uh, uh, JC, it's always a pleasure to have you on the podcast, man. This has been awesome. And uh, where can people find out more information on Lap King? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so our social media tag is Lap King Racing across all the social medias. Uh, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, YouTube. That's important. Um, if you ever talk to Dave Drake, uh, you'll probably see him this morning. Tell him that. I want you to tell tell him from me that all of your social media things are the same. <laughs> Very important that you yeah. tell him that. Yeah, so it's Black King Racing. Um, we tried to keep it as simple as possible. Um, and then uh, same thing for the website, BlackKingRacing.com. So if Love you can remember that, you're you're set and ready to go. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, you have to you have to give Dave shit about that because I I literally uh, I I bust his balls about that probably uh, on a weekly basis. But uh, yeah, and then and Lap King, yeah. I should, I should be seeing him tomorrow, so I'll yes. uh, I'll be sure to uh, give him a little bit of a hard time, and you, you know after he's flustered, I'll let him know that you sent it on on my behalf. You, you just kind of just throw yeah. it out there, like hey. Is there any reason why none of your social media accounts and your website match at all in 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 like how people <laughs> could find you or look you up or the spelling of it? Like why is that? And then he'll just kind of look at you like, did Brad put you up to this? And the answer is yes. Um, but uh, LapKingRacing.com, that's the same place where people can shop and save 15% with uh, Big MX15, correct? Yes, sir. Awesome, my friend. Well, I, I'm super stoked with you guys hooking me up with that awesome discount code to share with my listeners. Listeners, I hope you're listening damn well. You better be. Uh, go to lapkingracing.com. Put uh, the fun back and going fast and use fast to go fun. Really appreciate the time, JC. It's always a pleasure, my friend. Shout out to Jonesy down in Australia. He's a good friend of ours. And, uh, yeah, we'll uh, we'll do this again sometime, my friend. Absolutely, man. As always, I appreciate you having me on and more importantly, you know, pushing, pushing Lap King and having yes, some sir. fun out there. And it's, it's really cool, man. When we see the posts on social, if you out having fun on your dirt bike, 
um, don't think we don't see those. We see all of them, and those uh, those posts, they, that's our fuel, man. That keeps us going when we see you guys having fun on your dirt bikes racing Lap King. Absolutely. Well, I got to admit, it's pretty easy to keep track of my posts of me riding a dirt bike lately because it's not frequent enough, but that's changing for 2020. <laughs> There's going to be so many posts, your head's going to be spinning, my friend, you'll be like, well, is, does that just ride for a living now? Is that all he really does? That's going to be a whole uh, whole new bag. But uh, JC, it's always a pleasure to have you on the show. Let's chat again soon, my friend. Have fun in California this weekend and make sure to give Dave about as hard a time as anybody ever would. Uh, you have yourself a great rest of your day. Do not hang up just yet, but for podcast sake, we're going to cut it off right there.